Welcome back, Conversations with Mel, girlfriend. <laughs> well, thank you. It's great to be back, T. Let's <laughs> you're looking forward. Look at us go. Intro, now episode one. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as we introduced in our introduction, funnily enough, um, quotes kind of inspire, sometimes spark some really interesting conversation about off. And you found, I think, the next perfect one. So I reckon we just go with, if you find one, you're going to read it out. If I find one, I'll read it out. and We'll go with the flow from there, hey? Sounds great. Love the flow. Go with the flow. Great. Take it away, girlfriend. Okay. (laughs) Now, I have a phone full of um, all of these (laughs) quotes. So we have plenty in stock. So, but this one, yeah, this really spoke to me too. Um, So here we go. There's something that happens when you choose to be yourself, the person you really are, the person that you've worked so hard to discover and grow. When that happens, people notice, and then they begin to let their walls down and step forward as they really are. Before you know it, you're surrounded by vibrant, authentic humans who love each other as they are. And that's an incredible way to live. And that quotes by Topher Kirby. You know what's so interesting about this quote, Mel? I it's kind of like it's almost like we're starting from the the down the road way and coming backwards, mm. Mm. right? Because I think you know you the magic in starting to become yourself, but even finding yourself, mm. even knowing what yourself is. For sure. Like the work that goes into that mm-hmm. and the barriers, the fear you have to step through. <laughs> oh, and let that mask down. Take the mask off. <laughs> yeah, like that's scary, right? Like take the mask off. Because it's so interesting. Like I think about me and how, oh, my gosh, I don't think. Do you think when you first met me? I can't remember how long now, but when you mm. first met me, and like I'm pretty straightforward, right? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty like seemingly mm-hmm. open. Say what I think. Yep. Seemingly, not caring about what others might make of me, etc. For sure. Yep. But when I actually reflect on that, I could do that in my space of work where it was all about others mm-hmm. like vulnerable kids vulnerable families um the system not supporting and resourcing and all of the broken mess that it is mm. but when it came to me myself this person mm-hmm. <laughs> being able to be completely open and ask for what i i didn't even know how to ask for what i needed mm. really mm. but i could I could absolutely advocate, stand strong and question any, and I mean anyone, my yes. boss, yep. their boss, the head of education, as you well know, I've done several times, many times, probably no favour to myself in the interim, but you know, it, it was okay, like it was accepted and yes. hey, I lasted nearly 20 years, so absolutely, <laughs> something it about that tells okay. me I must have been okay at my work. Absolutely, uh, and it was for other 
is what I'm hearing. But it was always for other. Mm-hmm. Like I could really stand and advocate. And, and I reflect back and think, was I so good at advocating for other because I could see myself in that other mm. as a previous? Because I still wasn't great at advocating really for myself. Because mm-hmm. I had all these ideas about it wasn't okay to ask for what I needed. Mm. Wasn't okay. It was okay for me to ask for others, but it wasn't okay to ask for me. Mm. Mm. I don't know. That's what it brings up a little bit for me. What about you? Oh, I think so too. It's that um, we can't necessarily, as women, be seen to be needy. Mm. Or, yeah, that we, and I think we mentioned this in the last, you know, intro podcast, you know, that, you know, put on the lippy and get up and keep going and mm. it's okay to ask for other, but, yeah, when it comes to us, or well, we should be able to do it. Mm. And asking, I think, is, is, is really, well, it's vulnerable, isn't it? It's mm. scary because someone mm. might think that we're not quite, you know, able to do it or perfect or... Um, so it's, it's a, it's really hard. Yeah, I agree to be, um, to be that vulnerable and ask for help is, is really, I think, challenging, but like you, I can easily do that for other people and, you know, (laughs) through our work that we've done and, and all of that, that yes, if it's about someone else, but, um, if it's about me, then, yeah, it, it's it's really hard, really hard. Yeah. Yeah, it comes from that idea of, I'm just like reflecting now, that, like that whole idea of being selfless. Mm. You know, like to, to be, and I don't want to get too orientated in um, patriarchy yeah. versus, <laughs> but because I also want to be encompassing mm. because I think, we're all conditioned to roles. Oh, for sure. And um, and there's not just two genders in the world. Let's face it. This whole idea of binary system is just another mm. bullshit mm. anyway, right? Mm. Like there is just, there is humanity. Absolutely. And yep. there are roles that we play within humanity. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a certain conditioned idealism around, you know, this whole idea of... Um, female or female identifying. Mm. I mean, that just speaks to it, right? Oh, absolutely. To a binary, to a binary right. system, which yes. is really, when you think about it, the diversity of human nature. Mm. So if you're an, a, a male that has some sensitivity, etc., mm. you're a girl. You know, this whole idea of oh. conditioning about what you can and can't actually show to the world yes. Yes. just speaks to that. And I'm in no way, shape or form, and I'm going to fuck this up so many times... <laughs> I'm going to fuck up this whole idea of gender and my language and and I get it. Yeah. And I'm so conditioned into this idealism of gender identifying mm, mm. and gender identifying in a really narrow binary context. Mm, mm. Which is kind of what our world operates I was just going to say, that's what <laughs> our world operates on. So again, we've been conditioned to that. So that's where we come from because that's what we've been conditioned to. And it's so fucked because it's not. Like, Absolutely. What, how much better would it be if we would, like, human identify? Absolutely. 
Because what is gender anyway? That's right. Anyway, yeah. that's, that's, that's a really another. deep rabbit yeah. hole, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's a very deep rabbit but hole. But I, I just wanted to say that because that's it's something in me and I don't know enough about it and I'm sure I'm going to fuck up so many ways and shapes and forms. And it's not my experience because, yeah, as a cisgendered, like, white female identifying human, I'm aware of the privilege I see in yes. that. Yes, yep. Is, and, you know, able-bodied. Mm-hmm. Same. Absolutely. That's I'm I'm aware mm. of a privileged position mm. and that our whole structure is built around that privilege. Mm. Mm. And there are so many other experiences and contexts. And that's it's what I'm curious about too. Yes. Yeah. You know, and how we as spaced in that privileged position can actually open conversation that's different around that. Mm. Mm. So when we think about, you know, embracing ourselves, right, and, you know, that whole idea of the magic happens when you're kind of authentic. Yes. And yeah. we sit in a privileged position where Abs- we're saying yes, it's fearful right. to take down the mask, to do something different, how difficult it... What the fuck? We don't... You know, we're in the privileged position. Absolutely. Yes, yes. So what the hell happens for those that also have other barriers mm. where the whole system doesn't, isn't even set up for them, mm. Mm. where the whole system is so exclusive of their experience? Mm. And I'm sure I'm fucking this up completely in terms of my conversation here, but... I don't know what I don't know. No, that's right. Look, I'm the same. You know, we don't know what we don't know. So and I just we think, may, but we're open to exploring it and being curious. Yeah. And, and doing our own work, try, right? Doing our own work, it's, it's so important. Um, yeah, I think it's so paramount. Like mm. often, how often do we ask those in positions that are already biased against mm. and that the system already excludes how can we ask that them to actually teach us mm. us mm. in the privileged position mm. so you know like i think opening and 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 embracing self is not just about understanding self but you have to start somewhere yes that's true yes yeah, and then to begin to unpack your own biases mm. around that, mm. Mm. and how that might colour your perspective mm. on other areas or other ways is kind of just an interesting. Well, it's just a curiosity for me. It's just a wonder, and how can I do that, or how can I be more aware of that? Mm. Probably mm. is a better way of putting mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And explore that maybe. Yep. But I guess in the context of this, it's if I don't know who I am mm. and I'm not doing my own work mm. to unpack my own bias, my own conditioning, yep. and my own deconstructing, then I can't add anything to mm. anything because mm. I'm just then perpetuating the mm-hmm. old conditioned, mm. Mm. right? And sitting within that bias without even being aware. Mm. So I guess for me, um, thinking about that is about 
the more I can do my work, the deeper I can do my work, the broader I can open up and unpack. Yeah. Yep. Myself, my knowledge, my understanding, my bias, and go and, you know, really dig into that. Mm. The higher I can raise around me mm. and what I'm willing to accept and not accept mm. Mm. in terms of languaging, <laughs> conversation. Sure. Yeah. You know, even just the pronouns of mm. people, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and thinking about things in a human context. Absolutely. That authentic human, that's the words for me in this too, that um, and love each other as they are. Like, I think we've spent so much time on judging and as a society and I don't know, can we, people are who they are, they're human and let's recognise people for who they are and yeah, yeah, it's... And couching that in, we're all doing the best that we can. Uh, oh, oh, so much so, <laughs> so much so, yes, absolutely. And I, and that's one of my true beliefs is that everyone at that point in time is doing the best that they can do and they're not, you know, setting out to to not do that. And there's so much, there's so much of the invisible, that's the other thing. So much of the invisible around people and, you know, um, we really don't know what's going on for other people. Mm, it's so true, right? Who knows anybody's story? Mm. Uh-huh. That's such a good um, sit with mm. that I try really hard mm. to bring in. And, oh, my God, by no means am I like fuck me. I, I can judge with the best of them. <laughs> and, <we laughs> and I can, can criticise with the to best that. of them. <laughs> oh, Lord. Absolutely. Sometimes I cringe at some of the things I say. And then I'm really unkind to myself. And that's so fucked as well because oh. that's not helpful to anyone either. Absolutely. Where do we start with the judgment, the self-judgment, the self-criticism, the, mm. you know, like. So but trying to remember and trying to hold a lens of, Nobody knows anybody's story, mm. regardless of the behaviour or how you're mm-hmm. judging that behaviour, what's actually happening. Like, we, we all do it. Mm. Absolutely. But to remind yourself that nobody knows anyone's story and behind that behaviour, if all behaviour is purposeful, mm. here we go getting into yeah, some oh, of our... That's it. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> therapeutic condition. But if all behaviour is purposeful, then trying to be curious, stay curious. I think it's so important to stay curious. I think it's that. It's that curiosity. Mm. Be curious. Not judgmental, but curious. Like curious about what, well, yeah, what does that mean? Like, yes. And asking questions. Asking the questions. Not the assumptions, the questions, asking the questions. So tell me more about that. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, staying curious, like as long as you possibly can. Absolutely. And what's that like for you? Yeah. Because mm. how, how, you know, common is it? And it, like we're doing the best we can with what we know how, mm. right? So, but how common is it? And how often do we want to give advice? Oh, absolutely <laughs> all the time and fix it <laughs> do we want to fix it <laughs> do we want to like you know and sometimes that well how do we know even that that advice is even right or helpful that's right or useful exactly. sometimes we just want you to listen that's right and it's it actually can be quite disempowering for the 
for another person to have that yeah. advice and and it is it's about some that just yeah we do want to as humans be listened to heard feel we're understood and i guess mm. that's where that advice stuff comes from right because mm. unsolicited advice I and mean, you know how many of us are actually taught mm. like actually skilled up to ask for permission or to even ask the question like take one step back from that and say do you want me to just listen or do you want do you want me to give you some feedback Absolutely, and we're not trying. What is it that you're after? Mm. Like, no, but here we go. It sounds so counselling, right? I'm just listening to my language (laughs) going, here's the (laughs) counsellor. But it's so true, right? Like, who even is taught to ask a question? Mm. We immediately want to jump in. And sometimes I think, is that because we want to be valued and heard? (laughs) Exactly, yes. I don't know. Is that fulfilling a need for us too to fix, help, you know? Um, Yeah, we sometimes can presume that's going to make that person feel better or that you have the answers, but actually they have the answers in them. Mm. it's um yeah what what do they need in that point in time is so important but we mm. we haven't been trained to ask that question like yeah yeah and ordinary every day right we're just yeah. we're just waiting to jump in with our mm. response because mm. it's all about me right yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny you know we're doing that in the context of you know selflessness yes and that's the epitome of for want of a better descriptor, female or female identifying mm. to be this selfless, mm-hmm. perfect, you know, make quiet. Sure yes, quiet. Make sure everyone else is okay. Pleasing, mm-hmm. comforting, mm-hmm. nurturing, mm-hmm. caring. And yet the whole word itself, like selfless. Mm. Well, where the fuck are you in it? Exactly. You're less. So how can you give when you're less? Mm. It's an oxymoron. It is. It is. I'll never unpack that word like that, but that's powerful. It's a fucking oxymoron. Mm. How how can we Mm. be all of those things Mm. if we're less than who we are? Mm. If we're actually lost because we don't have a self? Mm. (laughs) It's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. And yet, how long? I mean, I'm over 50. I've bought that shit for 50 plus years. Yeah, we buy it. Hey. I want a refund. (laughs) (laughs) And then we get a hard time when we hit this, this, Age stage, you know, developmental milestone. I love Brene Brown. Mm. Oh, and gosh, her she's my favourite. Gifts of Imperfection. Oh. oh, we need to unpack some of that as well. Yeah, stage. and her anniversary <laughs> kind of, you know, it's been 10 years. Yes. But the whole deal of midlife mm. being not midlife crisis. Mm which is just another limiting factor, right? And it's not a crisis. It's not a crisis. There's no no resolution. It's not short term. No. I'm not going to come out with any It's the rest of our fucking lives, quite frankly. That's right. (laughs) So 
being actually a really important milestone stage mm. of life because you can't carry that bullshit anymore. Mm. And now you are beginning to know what you didn't know. Yeah. And what you didn't deal with, right? Well, true. Yeah. Fuck me, that's not a comfortable space. No, it's not a comfortable space, is it? <laughs> Very hard to avoid. Even when you're numbing. <laughs> Although it's interesting, I do sometimes look back and I go, do I regret anything that's happened in my life? And yeah, sure, there may be things that I would have done differently. Mm. But I think everything that's happened to me, I can look back and go, well, that's made me who I am today. Yeah. Um, unpacking some of that is a bit interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. And I wonder, though, if I asked you a different question. Mm. If I asked you, if you knew something different at that stage, would you still have chosen to go through that lesson or would you choose to know something a bit different and know you had some other options? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think having know something different and have some other options potentially, yeah. Because do you think those can still build who you become too? For sure, any experience. Yeah, because I reckon also one of the factors is that we think we have to go through really, really fucked up, desperate, Mm. like over-the-edge experiences, as Mm. much as those kind of bring some real lessons Mm. and when you begin Mm. to unpack and you can see that 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 life experience is actually for you, Mm. Mm. not against you. Yes, yes, that's true, yes, Um, yeah. As much as that can be really helpful and does build, Mm. you know, sort of a different way of moving through the world mm, mm. and, a, and a, you know, can help you evolve and change and understand things mm. at a deeper level. I think we always, we almost always think that we have to always hit disaster before we can actually mm. nearly learn. Mm. And I even think in education, like I, I can't tell you the amount of professional development <laughs> days and workshops where they bang on about but just be careful learning can't always be fun Mm. why why exactly why can't it like how much do you learn and be in flow when you're actually experiencing something really fun and which sparks curiosity Mm -hmm. and you know like fun is different for everyone so how can we for a start put it in one little box that says this equals fun Mm. So I wonder about that because I reflect back and I think, oh, my God, would I have chosen some different pathways? Hell yes. But what I didn't know, I didn't know. And I think that's what it comes back to for me too. Yes, I would have changed different pathways if I knew other stuff. But yeah, so, you don't know again. It's that whole you don't know what you don't know as well. And I don't think I would have had to hit the rock bottoms mm. I went through in order to get some understanding mm. of the mm. lessons that that brought. Mm. And our worst times can often bring about the best outcomes, mm. but not always. Not always, no, no. So, again, it's just mm. like that, that whole idea of 
right? Because when you go through something really bad, you're always going to get something good. Mm. If you look for the gold, you will. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But there's another skill, right? Looking mm. for the gold. Yes. Who teaches you how Absolutely. to do that? No one teaches you that. No. Yeah. And just... Sometimes I just think... I just step back and take a deep breath. Mm. And be still. Oh, yes. Stillness. Stillness is so important, I think, to take that deep breath and step back and just have that time. And you don't have to have an answer? No. Oh, no, that's the other thing. <gasps> yeah. And you don't have to know how? No. And sometimes you just have to step back and breathe mm-hmm. and be still mm-hmm. and say, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. As I am, I am enough. Yeah. Mm. I, and I'm okay in this moment. Mm. Oh, my God. And now I'm okay in this moment. And guess what? I just got through this moment. <laughs> yeah. How valuable would that have been to start to put that into practice? Mm. And kind of have an awareness that all we've ever got is this moment. Yeah. And if it's, you know, chaotic and overwhelming and anxious and, and I don't know, just confusing and that I actually, if I just take a deep breath or two or three, mm-hmm. and just go, I'm actually okay in this moment. Mm. That that can be changing. Like that can it actually can. change significant trajectory on what we do, right? Absolutely. Just taking that moment to ground yeah. and to breathe. Yeah. And connect back in. Yeah, it's so interesting, isn't it? How often do we just live in our head? Yes. All right. We're great examples of being Absolutely. so analytical. <laughs> Goodness, live in the head. <laughs> I think I, sometimes I, I, I picture this. This picture in my mind of us all just walking around with our heads because like, yeah, like that's all absolutely. Like the rest of our bodies don't exist. <laughs> that's right. Yes. So what's up? We all just like, and we forget, and that that's that's actually, you know, there's a whole meat suit here, right? Yeah, <laughs> there's absolutely. A whole, there's a whole <laughs> physical form. That's right. Yes. Yeah. And we're just living in this headspace. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering why the fuck we can't breathe. Well, we're not in our lungs. We're not in our lungs and we're often not in our heart or our stomach and our intuition and our... How often do oh. we dismiss that feeling, that so felt sense? often. So often. That's probably another whole Oh, that's what I was just going to say. There's... Red flags oh, and felt senses. Absolutely. Let's not go down that rabbit hole today <laughs> because that's a really long one. <laughs> so what would you say to someone like... Cause you know, this is our conversations. We mm. kind of pull something out. Mm. So in that little brief conversation, out of that, what kind of sparks for you or what would you say to someone in context of, of you know, what we've just talked about and what sort of sparked out of your quote for you? What would you say to someone which might be a useful little, I don't know, skill, tool, 
Mm. Curiosity, wondering. I think for me it does come back to being still actually because I have noticed that with myself that um, I do stuff and keep myself busy. That's the whole numbing thing. Like mm-hmm. if I keep busy and I don't have time to stop and think, then I don't have to think about me and <laughs> where I'm at or who I am. So I think for me, um, it's about taking that time to just stop, be still, breathe, do whatever's like for me, try and get out into nature and really connect in mm-hmm. with um, whole body whole body so you say listen um, to yourself and listen, listen to your body to myself and my Ooh, body that's a so, new concept yeah <laughs> <laughs> so for me i guess yeah that's definitely it and yeah i just loving each other an incredible way to live i i think staying curious mm. I, we've talked about how curious yes. we are yes but for me, I reckon, you know, if you can stay curious with yourself and with others, mm. ask yourself a question. Yes. So rather than making a judgment, like I'm so good at going straight to the critical self-analysis. Hearing your sister, hearing you're on that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's so staying curious. So even being like taking your thing, let's integrate them both. So if we were to take like taking that breath and stillness mm. and maybe grounding into nature, so sensory mm. activity, get curious about what's happening in your body rather than in your head. Mm. Mm. Yep. And just wondering about that. Mm. You don't have to have any answer, right? No, no. It's been okay with not having had having those answers yeah Yeah. and so yeah there's probably not a right or a wrong Mm. well i damn well know there's not a right no because we're all individual exactly but to just get curious about what's happening in your body and notice because i don't know about you but for me my body really tells me Mm. like there's a real sense for me it's in my stomach Mm. same and i get a kind of a i don't know the only way i can describe it is a contraction a kind of a it's almost like a push away but from my body mm-hmm. sense mm. oh this doesn't fit with me mm. or i get a real opening mm. like my body seems to want to embrace that yep yep so for me it's that it's that staying curious and observing within the body mm. yeah so, yeah, I'd be really interested to hear what others come up with. Me too. You. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you want to send us a message or whatever, we'd love to hear. Love to hear from love you. Love to take it further. I'm sure we'll, we'll circle back to this many, many oh, times over. I have over. no <laughs> doubt. I have no doubt that we will circle back. Um, <laughs> stay curious asking your questions. Absolutely. So, Let's so, stay curious, yeah. everyone, yeah. and, you know, ask those questions and... Yeah. Get still. Get still. And, and listen. Yeah. Listen. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, it's been great. Next to... episode, sister. Yay. Yay. Woohoo. Looking forward <laughs> to the next one. <laughs> Thanks, Mel. See All ya. Right. Thanks. Bye.